And now, the Wadfam Chalkpod. Was he? He wasn't the voice no. of Winnie the Pooh. No, he wasn't the voice. He was the voice of Winnie the Pooh in an episode of Family Guy. Oh, that's right. Because, you know, I spend too much time on IMDb. <laughs> I think it all comes down to, like, is she pouring out of a Hershey syrup, or if they have, like, a special, a special, a special, uh, like, drizzle tip, and some of them, like, have, like, a wider tip, and some of them have more narrow, and you can, like, totally do, like, Archie stuff with the more narrow stuff, so. Yeah. No, the pair of phones are great. I, what a terrible <laughs> shape for a phone! <laughs> it's shaped like a pear! He did voice a Winnie the Pooh character for a while. Did he really? Oh, he might have been the, it, in the There's so the many. new adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Another the canon adventures. that I am very familiar with. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod. I'm a sick Dylan Weaver. And I'm a moderately healthy Andrew Sabo. And uh, this week we're talking about part one of Plan B, Missing in Action, episode 484 of Adventures in Odyssey. No jokes here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, this, this is, is a joke-free podcast. Jo- no, no jokes, no jokes to be found on this podcast about <laughs> we're, Adventures we're in Odyssey. We're very serious. Yes, yes. This, As I mean, you can tell episode. by my gravelly voice. I was surprised there was no Paul McCusker coming on and warning us for this episode. So, there is... It's not on the album cut. Ah. So. But that's I, not the case for all of them. I don't know. I know they're definitely on some of the cassettes. I don't know if they're actually, if, because we're listening to the CD versions. Yeah. Um, but. There wasn't on my CD version. I remember that yeah. specifically. Yeah. So, but unfortunately. there was for Danger Signals on my cassette version, which, okay. Hmm. Yeah. I'm confused. Yeah. So. So this is the first of the series to get the Paul McCusker parental warning. Yeah. Um, and I was very distraught to see that it was not in the episode. Uh, so I reached out on Reddit. And found And it. a good buddy. Uh, a hero. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Is that his name? Yep. That's, oh boy. That's his username. Uh, sent me this file. Hello, this is Paul McCusker, executive producer of Adventures in Odyssey. Because of the intensity of a few scenes in today's episode, we don't recommend it for children under eight years old. And as always, we hope that parents and kids are listening together as a family. I hope you enjoy today's program. So listen with your parents, children. Also, why eight? <laughs> like, what an odd year to make the cutoff. <laughs> like, ten, okay, twelve, thirteen, makes sense. Eight? <laughs> Yeah, even putting you, a year to it seems like a bold choice. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem necessary. Yeah. And also, like, since you're nine, you can, you know, hear about traumatic death and such. Yeah. Spoiler. Not really a spoiler. Well, this I is mean, a recap yeah. podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> this came out in 2002? 2001? Uh, 2001. No, yeah. 2002. Yeah. Um, because this is in, like, February or something. Yeah. It's solidly 2002. Yeah, no, so we get that, and then we get the intro, and there's no, like, hi, this is weird, and welcome to the what? It was just, yeah. it's just straight into the uh, teaser. Did you just say, and welcome to the wad? <laughs> I, I, I was, yeah. <laughs> welcome to the wad fam chalkpot. <laughs> it was like, it is, oh, that, uh, da, da. We don't get an intro. Yeah, we, we still get Chris mm-hmm. saying, you know, that, and then, but we just get a really long recap. Yeah. 
Yeah. So of stuff that happened last yeah. episode and things like that. So we better get off tangent for a long period this episode because we need to fill a lot of time in that I, intro. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I mean, two minutes is fine. We could. I feel like we could do that. Oh yeah. No, we do it constantly. <laughs> I was gonna say you don't seem like you have like, I cut, a shortage of. Stuff I cut, to cut twenty plus clips every episode. Oh. <laughs> do you save them? Yeah. Why? <laughs> so that I have them. Fair enough. I'm glad that you I have save, archive footage I save the uncut. It. I save and I save all of the cut parts and the clips separately. That's yeah. scary. I don't. Yeah. Oh no. So is the clip you heard at the beginning of this episode from this episode? You'll never know. We could have recorded it, you know, months ago. It doesn't matter. The point is, there's no context, <laughs> basically, and you know, no. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So so then we launch into the theme episode. song recap yeah. kind of fades out and we get guitar driven intro. Yeah, you're like, "Woo! Getting serious. Yep. It's getting we're in the we're in the in the weeds. We're yep. we're in the thick of it. It's going down. Yeah. Uh yeah. you know, drama's happening. We get electric guitar as only the late 90s sadly dragged into early 2000s can provide yeah but like it's so good oh yeah they, they yeah <laughs> starting this episode going through the end of novacom we get like all of this like guitar um, yeah. thing which i really like well, and, like, we've talked about how important the sound is to the show and the sound engineering yeah. is to the show. And, like, the score is a huge part of that. Oh, for sure. And and especially especially in this series, like, you can really tell that, like, everything that you spent, like, two albums constructing is actually happening. Like, this is turned from a, you know, lighthearted show that you normally listen to into, like, a serious drama where things are happening that yep. are, like, intense. As evidenced by... I'm Paul McCusker. Yeah, of course. Poor guy. I really hope he gets made fun of in real life for that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine him? He just, like, goes to, like, I don't know, is, like, in my head he's at an AA meeting because that's the only thing, that's the first thing I think of when you need to introduce yourself. But it could be anything, really. He's like, hi, I'm Paul McCusker. <laughs> and everyone in the room just echoes back, executive producer of Adventures in... It's like when you say Colorado Springs, Colorado, and the other person always finishes the zip code. 80995. Oh, I did man. that to Dylan the other day. Yeah, yeah, we did this a couple days ago. Got him. All right, let's, uh, let's roll the promo. Mysterious emails, confusing details, and missing people. Yes, he left about a week ago. A week? Where'd he go? He didn't have a chance to give me any real details. He left in such a hurry. On the next Adventures in Odyssey, everything is changing fast. When the clues lead Wit and Connie to... A funeral and a wedding? The plot thickens for everyone involved, and when all else fails, it's time to go to Plan B. On the next Adventures in Odyssey. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> when all else fails, go to plan B. Yep. Yep. No jokes here. No, no, no jokes. Um, <laughs> Dang uh, it. There, yeah, there's, there's a lot there um, to, to, to work through. We don't, we don't know, like, we don't, that's not a voice that we recognize, so yeah. that's a weird thing in a promo. Yeah. And then, uh, 
a funeral and, and a, a wedding. wedding. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just like they say that so many times over the course of the yeah. episode too. Like this big bitch. You're like, oh, yeah. Gosh. Yeah, it yeah, it right. feels very yeah, right. it, yeah. It does it does come across pretty sitcommy. This yeah. is also this is the promo for Plan B Part One and Two, hmm. and then Three and Four have a separate promo. Interesting, um, but they didn't. And they all aired on separate weeks. Yeah, that's so weird. Uh, I mean, I guess they do a thing where they do it for what did they do for three parters though. Do they record one promo, or do they record a second one for the third I, part? I they they probably have done both. I guess. What do they do for a 12-parter? No, no promos? But, I don't know if they still have promos. Yeah. I, I, just listening to the promo, especially after listening to the episode, when we get all that, like, mm-hmm. the good the good guitar music, and then the promo's just, like, this weird, like... Uh, like Inspector Gadgety yeah, music, yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's not bad, but I don't know. It I don't know do why justice. the promos always have such bizarre backing tracks. Yeah, yeah. I whatever poor intern that was in charge of the promos really just bungled that. They... Yeah, like I don't, I don't think John Campbell is doing the promo music. But I could be wrong. I hope not. My gut says no, though, because it is... It's, it seems like... A significant step down. Yeah, it seems like they're pulling from, like, an archive. Yeah. Of, like, 60s. Speaking like, of which, 60s TV music. Is... Okay. We're, this is skipping ahead, but it, it fits the question. Eugene comes back in this episode as, like, a voice actor. Did he record it, or are they pulling from old audio? I am, like... 95% it's pulled from old, old audio. That's what I thought too, because it sounds so much different. Yeah. The first, I didn't think about it as much during the first clip when we hear his half of the phone conversation. Mm-hmm. That didn't feel like, oh, that's like pre recorded audio because they weren't actually, you we were just hearing half a conversation, yeah. so it seemed kind of right. Yeah. But when they are doing their wedding, that is totally. absolutely pre-recorded. Totally. Like I think Katrina's stuff might be new. Yeah. Oh no. But Will new. Ryan did not come back for these episodes. No, not at all. And also, like, <laughs> very evidently. Yeah. They they did like a pretty good job. Yeah. I to where have like I don't up think as a kid. Right. That's where I was gonna say. But like listening now, especially as someone who does audio editing, I was like, yeah, that that's, is. You can tell. That's that's. Those aren't new lines. Well, the reason that I know that it's different... Well, the, the thing that hurts is that I can kind of tell where episode, <laughs> what episodes they're pulled from. Yeah. That hurts me a little bit, yeah. but also makes me happy. Um, but, like, also, during the marriage scene... Spoiler alert. It's Katrina and Eugene that get married. Oh. Um, uh, like, Katrina's audio and... Her dad's audio is really good and sounds like it's yeah. like very like it was produced together. Mm-hmm. And then Eugene comes in and it sounds like he's like sitting in a corner talking through a tin can. Yeah, yeah, he sounds like our early episodes of this podcast. Oh boy, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> it does. It's 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 a little little, little too oh, close to man. home there. Um, yeah. So the episode starts with Wit and Connie. Yep. And Connie comes in, and there's a bunch of messages her for her left by Mitch, right? There are a bunch of messages for her eight, left by Mitch. Nine, nine, nine at wit's end, eight at home. Yes, yes. Um, Total of 17 if you're keeping track. 
That's quite a few. Also, some of them seem kind of redundant. One just says, call, call me? me? Yeah. Is the first one, and it's like, I took that one. It's like, did you need to take that one with? Yeah. Could have you just been like, hey, Connie, Mitch said call me. Yeah, yeah. Did you have to write that one down? But whatever. Yeah, and also like, um, but he keeps calling. Like, yep. keep calling wits and yeah for that like i mean maybe home maybe or like if it was a cell phone yeah. situation but we're obviously not there well we do have cell phones Seems, oh yes yeah, we do jack answers a cell phone later in this episode true and it was probably ginormous <laughs> i mean well, uh, 2000 uh, flip phone yeah it was, it, was, I mean, oh, it was definitely a flip phone but do you like think it had the little antenna you have to pull out of the top i i don't know that it did oh it could have actually it could have been one of the bar phones the slide ones? The no, 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 no. The ones that were like just the six buttons oh, yes, and the yes, screen. And screen. Yes. Like mm-hmm. no. But yeah, because this is this is this is O two. But those so there still are had like, the uh, those still had the little like, sometimes on the top. Yeah, like for the antenna. Yeah. This is the, yeah. We're still in. We are not in like big old yeah flip phone like cell phone jokey um, things thing. But we are still yeah yeah well before smartphones. Definitely. I um, wonder, as someone who hasn't kept up with Odyssey, I wonder if Odyssey embra- has embraced smartphones at all. I mean, when I stopped, they hadn't, and smartphones... Ha- like, I stopped in, like, 2012, 2013. <laughs> smartphones have been out front since 07. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I just... Maybe they don't see it as something worth mentioning. I mean, yeah. maybe, like kids start referencing texting more yeah and like yeah, i wouldn't I'm be surprised curious. if that was something that they start tackling soon because it's like yeah not spending any time outside that seems like something focused on the i mean they've target they they've done that like in the novacom saga yeah. so it's definitely yeah. something they target Do you remember the episode but, of gloobers yes gloobers <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think they're also like they also i don't know especially especially like Kids and phones is always kind mm-hmm. of like a touchy subject, but especially within like conservative Christianity, yeah, like that might be something that they just try to avoid tackling. All of this is spoken with complete ignorance because we haven't listened to recent yeah. episodes, <laughs> so I maybe no they all idea. have phones and it's fine. But like, oh, dude, <laughs> in the uh, the Green Ring conspiracy, the the um the one kid finds an Appleberry phone. I'm like 95% sure it's called Appleberry. That's like the one from iCarly. But, um, Appleberry. But yeah, I, man, now I gotta pause while I, while I check the wiki to see if (laughs) Appleberry is what it's called. Cause if it's not, I'm an idiot. If it is, I'm a god. I think so. But, but yeah, the, um, because in the green ring they he brings um eugene runs a password cracking software on the phone to unlock it because they don't know whose it is really yeah it's very uh san bernardino yeah i was gonna say i'm gonna be disappointed if it's not nope it is appleberry heck yeah i'm so smart i am so freaking smart guys why do we hold on this kind of information (laughs) you imagine, like, my stored archive knowledge of Adventures in Odyssey, if I could replace it with something useful, like <laughs> the ability to knit or something? Yeah. Like, 
Those lanyards yeah. you make at summer camp and you have to do braid the pattern. I can never remember the pattern, but I know so much about this. Yeah, I knew Appleberry, guys. This is bad. That's yeah, not even that a joke. Ca- I remember um, uh, when Eugene says, I love you to Katrina. I'm pretty sure it's pulled from the game show episode. Oh. That's my thought. Interesting. That's my... That's where I think it's from, but I'm, obviously it could be from a multitude of places because yeah. I'm sure they say it more than once. But yeah, I was kind of surprised they didn't. Was weird. They didn't address it on the wiki, which is the yeah. only reason I thought, is this not archive footage or audio? Archive audio? Um, because like typically the wikis vary on top of those things, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. So. Yeah, maybe we're the ones that make the change. And I don't. Yeah, that's true. I should. I should. Beauty edit. of Wikipedia. Yeah, I need to just like write a letter to Paul McCusker or something like that. Like, I just want to hear his his stories from making this. Like, <laughs> there's got to be so much of that random stuff that oh, like so, that yeah. doesn't show up in the trivia. Yeah. Like, yeah, come on, Paul McCusker, come on our show. We love you. Listen, if you reach out, <laughs> I will probably not be able to afford to buy you a plane ticket, but I will try. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's 2019 there's skype true true i was i was imagining a roundtable discussion with the one and only paul mccusker oh yeah you and i are gonna field trip to, to colorado springs colorado i know the zip code yeah we do <laughs> box important. 9800 vancouver vc that's a 4g3 and when you do, be sure to ask how you can get a copy of today's episode. It's called Plan B Part 1, Missing in Action. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right. We yeah. should keep moving. Yeah, we do. We do need to keep moving. Um, So, so we, all the messages from Mitch. Yeah. But when Connie walks up into the place, uh, we hear Wit say, that's it. I'm going to look for him. And Cotty's like, that's what? You're going to look for who? And I was like, yeah, Cotty, you're what? right. Why is Wade playing the pronoun game? Yeah, and also, but no, mm, mm, nope, nope. Why would you ever say that? That's it. I'm going to look for him. Yeah. So my so, henchmen didn't do their job. <laughs> so Wits finally, after two and a half albums, he's like, yeah, I mean, I guess I care enough to go find Eugene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's also like, they've just kind of vaguely mentioned him, but this has definitely taken place over the course of like at least six, maybe not six months, but probably, it's probably been that long. Yeah. It's been, it's been a while. He's wrapped up in his it's project at the college for the last eight years. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we should check. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, why? Yeah. And we do get the implication of like, oh, Eugene, like they're, we do, we do talk, like they reference Eugene working at Witsend and that sort of thing just in episodes like we don't get to hear, but he's actually there kind of deal. So that's kind of how they keep it alive is just like pretend that we're just missing him. Yeah. Um, but he's not home right now. Yeah. But it still feels crazy that after all this time, what's like. All right, nah. now I care. <laughs> now I care. Let's yeah. go find out. Well, also, it's like, even recently, like, 
isn't it normal even if you're wrapped up in a big project and not working there to still go by and like visit your friends and stuff yeah i i mean the the short of it is they didn't have will ryan during this period yeah because he was off doing i don't know we need the poo or something i hope so then um wit's uh kind of mad at connie for Mm -hmm. continuing to avoid mitch and is like well you're gonna have to see him because he's coming over here and she's Mm -hmm. like well can i just come with you to uh to find eugene yeah i was like oh poor eugene he's only like connie only cares about finding him because she's avoiding (laughs) mitch well and then and then wit's like i just want you guys to have a good talk and i'm like you're not wrong and connie's like i want to too I literally yelled when I heard it. I was like, no, you don't, you liar. You're running from your problems. Yeah, you have full power to do that. If that is something you want. She's out 17 times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But anyways, so so Connie's like, yeah, Nick can just cover the store. And then I'm going to go, you know, hunt down Eugene Eugene with wit. At which point I was like, I really want to hear the conversation where Mitch walks in and is just talking with Nick. Yeah, because Nick's out. so just <laughs> such a <laughs> such a weirdo. <laughs> like I love Jinx. You owe me a soda. <laughs> so basically, yeah. So they go to um, Eugene's apartment. Yep. And he has a key, and Wit declares it an emergency, and yeah. uh, goes in, and yeah. there is a a scene of ransackery. Um, yep. And Eugene's hard drive is missing, yep. and it looks like somebody turned his dresser upside down and shook out all the drawers, yep. and all of his sweater vests are missing, and of course Connie notices it because she has ovaries and can sense that sort of thing. <laughs> she, she, she says all, 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 his clo- or all of his vests are gone and all of his suitcases, and um, so, he, so she's implying you know, that he just came yeah. and, 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 and stole everything. And then, and then she's like, or he was robbed by a vest lover, yeah. <laughs> which is just a like, funny of line. Course. Of course. But yeah. But we didn't have Nick in this episode, so we needed to get our dumb yeah. humor somewhere. Yeah, I don't, I don't fully understand what happened here. What do you mean? Because, okay, because, uh, okay, Eugene fully... Eugene and Katrina went to their house, mm. and they got the hard drive and clothes and mm. left. Yeah, which we find out later. Were they trying to make it look like they were broken into, though? Or were they just throwing stuff everywhere while they were trying to leave? Because both of those seem kind of weird. Like, I get, like, trying to do something in a panic and making a mess, but their house was, like, ransacked. And also, Eugene's very tidy. Oh, actually, I guess this is just Eugene's house, not Katrina's, because, you know, uh, they just, they weren't married yet. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't get what they were trying for. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I can't figure out if they intentionally ransacked it, or Eugene was just very, very messy trying to gather his things as quickly as possible. And grabbing stuff like, because, yeah, and when, when I think about it, it... when he says it looks like it's been ransacked, right? I imagine an incredibly dirty room where stuff is thrown around and whatever. Yeah. But like, normally I do that when I'm looking for something specific. And if you found, like, you can't. Yeah. Your, your hard drive can't go missing. Right. Like, right. Right. He <laughs> got the hard external. drive out of his computer, and he 
got vests. Yeah, maybe maybe he was just looking for something specific, like a picture of his dad or something, and was throwing stuff all over the place. Yeah. But it still seemed... It seemed like of the two options that he was trying to make his house look like it was broken into or he was just rushing and throwing stuff everywhere. Well, and that's what I'm Neither yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like, neither yeah. make full sense. They're yeah. both like, okay, kind of, sort of. Yeah. But, but yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is... Um, it could have been something to throw off, like... If, if he was panicking, he wanted to make it look like he was ransacked, it could throw potential pursuers off their trail right with, like you know police get involved or something right like, that. like yeah yeah that's what i wasn't sure if you about. could establish some sort of alternative storyline where somebody else took it instead of him which we do learn basically he goes the hard drive that he's grabbing has the research on it right oh no that's what he steals this is this is just his personal stuff i think <laughs> okay yeah um i so think why would they just take his computer too too much like too big probably you know it's eugene he's got one of those like three foot by three foot gaming rigs with like clear acrylic on the side and all the rgb lighting yeah for sure okay you know they had that in 2002 yeah (laughs) well that's what i was thinking like this giant monitor i'm like you know i can like i feel like i could i've disassembled my pc pretty quickly no that's actually true i he would have to tug if he was taking the whole computer he'd have to tug along a crt and uh no 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 no. i don't want that nobody no that seems very inconvenient for going anywhere fast (laughs) yeah we then go to the college Mm -hmm. but actually um i want to rewind a little bit okay and hit on the because we kind of touched on it but we mostly jump past it of wit and connie talking in the car ride over yeah because this is um this is Post where it's with so she found the picture of yeah the girl in his suitcase yeah. and the that she connects to be somebody incriminating the guy who put the modem in wit's end um and so like she's obviously avoiding him because she doesn't know how to deal with this and so she's talking to wit and they have this discussion where it's like, you know, Wit wants them to talk it out and, and, you know, establish some sort of communication and mutual trust where Connie's like, you know, I don't trust him, but I do, but like, I don't want it to sound like I don't trust him, you know, cause I don't want to be that person. Yeah. And like, again, very relatable. Wit has a pretty cool piece of dialogue where he's like, well, one day you're writing his name and... Uh, chocolate syrup and people's Sundays, and the next day you're checking the post office for wanted posters. Don't know why which Southern and has a speech impediment. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I want to know if Connie actually went to the post office and checked for wanted posters for Wit yeah. or for uh, Mitch. I think that one was a joke. I <laughs> chocolate syrup and Sundays. I, I also mean, hope I, was a joke, but I, don't, I, I do. I don't believe. think. So. I feel like no. it totally was. It's just like yeah. Mitch isn't... Did she cross the T in Mitch? You think she went back and did it? I mean, if she wrote it in cursive. Right. Well, you, if you're doing something in syrup, you have to do it in cursive. Sure. You're right. So did she go back and cross the T? I'm asking the real questions here. I hope so. Yeah. All right. Um, the, the other thing is... It was one of the first times where I was like... I, first times in a while where I was like, I really do like connie and wits relationship, relationship dynamic like and you can totally imagine it like they're sitting in a car like yeah they're having this kind of conversation like there's a whole lot of stuff going on that's a lot bigger than them but like he still genuinely cares about her yeah yeah it's 
it's nice, and he's giving, like, he's putting input without being, like, preachy and telling her what to do. Yeah. He's just kind of helping her process through things and trying to figure out where she's at. Mm -hmm. And I really, genuinely appreciate that. Yeah, and And it's definitely a contrast to what we've seen of him in the past, which is very much, like, bullet point truth-telling, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more human. Right. And Connie's being, like, there's a little bit of that, like, jokey, like, oh, she's so, like, crazy, unreasonably emotional and that sort of stuff. But I don't think so. Well, okay. The only part where I actually felt it during this is, is when they're talking about, about, it's like, she's like, just throw away the messages. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, all right. Um, and she's like, no, 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 don't throw them away. And it's just like... I mean, it's definitely a trope. I, like, I remember listening that, to that. That they're trying to lean into the trope. But the rest of the conversation in the car, I do genuinely feel like they're giving her the ability to process through some complex emotions and stuff. And they do it in a good way. That's and it's not... validating and not belittling. Yes. It's not like she ran to dad and dad was like, well, listen, I know everything and I'll tell you what you need to do. Yeah. Uh, and like, it's, you know, Wits, like, Wits her friend also, and is, yeah. like, and is loving and caring and supportive, but not overbearing, you know? Yeah, yeah he, he really, like, he's really showing he cares. He's and not I... talking down to her. No, he's not. Which is not always the case. Correct. As we've pointed out on this show. A couple times. Uh, so then, uh, so yeah, jumping back to where we were, we're now going to the college. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so they meet, is it the librarian, a secretary? Who is yeah, it? Yeah, I think they go to the librarian first. It might be a mm-hmm. secretary. The, and their assistant. So it's just an assistant. Okay. And ask, and, uh, you know, are asking about Eugene. And mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, he hasn't been here in a week. Um, and then, yeah, it's at this point that the dean walks up. Is no, because she gives him a bunch of phone. She gives him a bunch of phone numbers. I, she gives Connie the phone numbers. I think after the dean walks up, I think okay. the dean comes and yes, is yes, like, yes, yeah. and says to Wit, like, "Hey, like, you gotta come. Like, we're going. We're gonna go have a conversation about yeah. what's what's going on with about Eugene. what's going on with Eugene, Connie. You can't come. Yeah. Um. Oof. Which. Yeah. Um. But then Connie gets given. Um. They're the the assistant, whatever, gives Connie a couple numbers, um, both Katrina's number and or Eugene's cell or whatever, and the Shanks like home number, and then also the number for Janice Mitchell, who is Katrina's roommate. Hmm. The having her name Janice Mitchell, Mitchell is, is such so a bad odd. call. Like, Why would you? Okay. Well, so she was named before before mitch was yeah so before robert mitchell um and then uh so so yeah so wit's having this conversation with the dean who's like hey eugene stole Stole some stuff um what is the how does this work do we see we oh we see security footage well no so what he says is he stole some stuff and then wit's like Oh well, you know you've had trouble with computer hacker. Like maybe somebody could have 
you know, hijacked his profile. Right. Which is, like, totally logical yeah. thing. And with everything with Arm, it makes right. a lot of sense. No, it does. Um, and so you get, you know, and then, and then he's like, well, but, you know, we have security footage. And then they go and watch yeah. the security footage. And you can see him going in at the, you know, time that the file was last accessed. And then, you know, leaving. Um, and is Katrina in there with him at that time? I think I he's know. on the phone talking to Katrina because uh, this is where they must have the audio from the from the um from the security footage or something because this is where we hear half the conversation I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which, um, yeah. For all the people device. who've only been listening to uh, Novacom, that's Eugene. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is the first time we're hearing him in the uh, in the Novacom saga. Even though it is cut audio from before right right <laughs> he sounds better later i swear yeah less less robotic yeah He's, it's not like a stephen hawking situation he does have his voice <laughs> yeah and he does sound like all the other characters yeah um it sounds like he's talking through like a sheet of metal <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah um and then so then we're back with connie and yeah. then the phone numbers that she gives him so there's so there's janice and then yep um so she calls janice right yeah and then janice points her to brandon who right. brandon is this is another cool thing brandon's an older character as well yep um from back before and eugene actually had kind of a complicated relationship with brandon because he thought that Kat- katrina liked brandon more earlier yeah. um and like like many albums ago when they yeah, first started there was, there was a little bit of like a love triangle kind of deal there yeah and um and so having him coming back was like kind of cool as a listener yeah you know th- that whole like odyssey is a very complete universe thing um yeah and so points him to brandon who is now a pastor of yeah. course and um <laughs> good yeah brandon yeah we yeah we also this is um this is where Wit's just like, I'm just going to, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to go to Chicago. So they've re-met. Connie's kind of filled him in about... Oh, did we mention that the, the assistant told him that Eugene went to the Memorial Hospital? Did we say that? Oh, no, I don't think we did say That's that. That's important. So he went that to is... the Chicago Memorial Hospital. Yeah. Name uh, trap. Wow. Right. And Wit's like, I'm going to Chicago. And Connie's like, well, actually, Jack and Joanne are there for an antique show. And I was yeah. like... Jack and Joanne. Such a good, such a good move. I love Jack and Joanne. I'm so glad so that good. that this kind of brings them into the fold. Yeah. And these next couple episodes are so, so good. good. They're so, so good. I yeah. I've been waiting my whole life to hear those words. <laughs> Dang it, Dylan. I, yeah, I just... Uh, I, I think I lied. I think this four-part is probably my favorite in this series, as opposed to the grand opening. Um, I have a lot of really, like good memories with this so the thing that's um so the when connie's talking to janice she has a ton of information yeah and this is this is where we find out that armitage katrina's Mm -hmm. father had a stroke because of a brain tumor Mm -hmm. and then janice says you know go talk to go talk to brandon yeah um but obviously armitage had the stroke so that's why everybody's going to the hospital yeah and this is now this is yeah this is where he says she's like go talk to brandon he was there he performed the funeral and And the the wedding wedding. and then connie's like a funeral and and a a wedding wedding. 
But wow. But yeah, we'll like maybe hit on this in a little bit too. But like, I can't tell if Eugene and Katrina are consciously trying to keep things secret or not. I think that they are. Yeah, but then everyone, everyone, Connie and Wit and Jack and Joanne talked to are so surprised that they don't already know about the Eugene and Katrina stuff. Yeah. Because when Jack and Joanne talk to, um, talk to Brandon at the house, Mm -hmm. when Connie is talking to, uh, Janice on the phone, like, everyone is very like wow like wait 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 well you didn't you didn't you you don't know oh boy like you better sit down and like all this stuff and it's like this just happened right yeah like within the past week but it 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 seems like all of like the people katrina's connected to know Mm -hmm. which makes sense because armitage is her dad yeah but that eugene did not contact anybody yeah, um, and, like, it's one of those things where it's also, you sympathize with Eugene because you get in your own head in those sorts of panic situations, but also, like, you would think that he would have reached out to at least Wit, yeah. and he does later, but right. not really, like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it seems a little unnecessarily secretive, but, like, obviously it's, you know, written that way to create drama. Um. And so you get the whole situation where, so Jack and Joanne meet with Brandon. Brandon catches him up on the whole stroke situation. Um, he has so he has a stroke, and then so they find a brain tumor, and it's an yep. odd brain tumor that was developing super quickly, and like is inoperable. Yep. And so he's about to die, and um, Eugene and Katrina get married at his bedside. Yeah. Which is like. A very sentimental moment in the show. Yeah. Uh, at least for me. Like, yeah. I always really liked it. It's sweet. It's also really depressing to think about. Yeah. Of just like, go, oh, we're going to get married at the bedside of my dying father-in-law. Like, that's... That seems odd that they would do it like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's... Yeah. It's sweet, but... It, it, also, it does seem odd, but also you have the whole bit where, so they say afterwards that when Armitage dies, the funeral he did the funeral the same day, right? Oh yeah, like he takes the yeah, body to the crematorium. Get cre- he gets cremated the same day. He's like, he gone. Yeah. We lighten him on yep. fire. <laughs> yeah. So right before he dies, after they do the ceremony and everything, um, like he says, like you know, I think he says like Katrina, like I love you. And stuff, and then he looks to Eugene and says, "Like, I'm sorry for getting you the job, right? Yeah, yeah. Or at the sorry college. for getting you the job at the college." And, and then, then he dies. dies. Done. Yeah, which those Oof. are unfortunate last words. Yeah, um, and very like plot devicey. Yeah, of like I'm not saying why. I'm not giving you any information. I'm just like, eh, sorry, I gave you that job. Now I'm piecing out. At least they didn't say beware Andromeda again. <laughs> Yeah, he says that later. But the other thing is, like, so this is Jack and Joanne talking to Brandon Teller, but we get it as, like, a full-on flashback. Yeah. Which is 
so good. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and it was, again... Like, despite weird audio stuff. Despite, and Eugene's weird audio is the only bad thing about the flashback. Yeah. Like, the sound engineering for being in the hospital yep. is super immersive. Like, it somehow feels close together. Like, I can't yeah. imagine the characters specifically, like, what their facial features look like. Right. But I can totally imagine that scene, you Yeah. Know? All yeah, they're all crowded around. Yeah, 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 and like like you hospital. know, he's you can the bed hear the... like you hear the beep mm-hmm. of his flatline. Well, of his heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Oh, like the electronic yeah. beep like, the whole way through the scene, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah, and just like that general like the kind of like weird artificial atmosphere sounds of like this Being is a hospital, a hospital yeah where like everything just sounds weird different yeah. like sanitary like yeah sanitary is a good way of putting it yeah and they um, really capture that well which is awesome yeah uh it was like and that there, again like one of those things where it really contributes to like how sentimentally impacting it is odd yeah. though that they just basically rush straight to the crematorium and yeah she says get it over with which makes me wonder like are they really just trying to get off the grid? Like, are they really trying to get out of there? Yeah. And that might make Maybe. Eugene a little bit more likely to just, like, try and throw anybody off the tra- trail of where he's at any way he can. Yeah, it's just, it's hard to with the immediate cremation stuff because because they do hit on how sudden this mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. they're basically like they found a tumor and he was like dead in a week maybe probably not even right the way i see it it's like he has the stroke he comes out of the stroke they find out it's not operable like probably less than 24 hours later and they get married and he dies right you know so it's really like for the rest of katrina's family there is no closure yeah like they well, they talk to you, you hear from um mrs shanks a little bit later yeah you do uh, i'm not talking i'm saying like extended families of like everyone who knew armitage yeah you get nothing nothing he's just gone which is and it's something that's odd and it's the same thing with the wedding where it's like was there a specific need for them to get it out of the way yeah i don't think so yeah. Because you totally could have done an episode later where there was a big build-up to the wedding. They had a big wedding. Yeah. It all, you know, it would tie back in with Novacom and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, what was the rush so that they could become an item? Yeah, not to be, like, cynical, but I wonder how much of it was uh, was focused on the family just being like, we don't want to try and explain Eugene and Katrina running away together if they're not married. That's probably exactly it. Because they are leaving Odyssey and are gone together for the rest of the time and focus on the family is like, okay, well we have to we have to rush a wedding here of just like, yeah, not not wanting to deal with with logistics and questions mm-hmm. and all that and just being like, you know what? We can just get them get them married here. But it yeah. is yeah, it is such a crazy thing to think about like the because like we do we get to experience wit and connie's reactions of just like oh what in the world is happening yeah and we all and we also get to hear that like janice and brandon knew about Mm -hmm. knew about the goings on but i'm thinking about like does katrina like i assume katrina's an only child 
Yeah, that's kind of the vibe you get. And but like even like other family, like does Armitage have siblings? Like all this stuff where I'm just like, like and maybe so much has there's... changed so quickly, and it's just like that's yeah, that's a lot. It's incredibly dramatic, and I think it probably well to restate myself like it, it adds to the drama because there is so little yeah. closure it's just moving and it's moving yeah. and like there's no outro really like it just cuts to the next like you know it's gonna cut to the next episode yeah um and yeah. things start moving and maybe like maybe that's intentionally done because you know it it makes you care more and it makes you ask questions and like immerse more yeah um it definitely adds to the suspense and mystery of this series yeah because it just seems like so much is just thrown out of the way like haphazardly yeah. like big life things like funerals and weddings Meh. yeah um a wedding and a, or a, a, a funeral, funeral and, and a wedding <laughs> yeah um and so uh one other thing i'm just gonna it. like cut through all this tension and stuff that we've been talking about with the thing that needs to be addressed of yeah, her dad's name is Armitage Shanks, which is a company that makes, like, sinks and toilets. Is it really? Yeah. Yo, you're right! They make urinals! Yeah. I've thought that so many times! Yeah, no, no, no. They make, like, ceramic things. Also, it's a song by Green Day. <laughs> really? It was, like, 95, so, like... It was around the time that, like, Armitage was named in Adventures at Odyssey that Green Day released a song called Armitage Shanks also because of the toilet thing. <laughs> Where is... they just saw the toys and they were like, hey, that sounds like a good name for a song. And, and, and Adventures at Odyssey just saw the toilets and were like, eh, that seems like a good name for a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Like, I, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I've seen that. I've seen those like plenty of times. Thought like he's from Odyssey. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. It's it's really weird. And there's a bit later in the show where somebody says Armitage Shanks like really exasperate, act, exasperatedly. Yes. It's like Armitage Shanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's spot on. And it's, That's uh... spot on. And I think of that every time oh. I see those freaking urinals. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a really it's a really weird decision. I mean, you guys will understand hand, how good of an impression that was later. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, but it's weird. Yeah, it's weird to have like Armitage is a good like old guy name. Yeah, like it is. I I kind of like it, it's but at the so same funny. time, like they absolutely like she was Katrina Shanks, and then they were like, what if Shanks? What if her subliminal? dad was like Armitage? No, the Oh, I guess it could be completely subliminal, but no. They when when we talked about McCusker, we'll yeah, be like, did you name it after the urinal, or did you name it after the Green Day song? <laughs> Neither. Wow. Um. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um. Oh, something something we missed along with Connie just flipping out about it being a funeral and a wedding and. She says, quote, I'm going to clobber them if they got married without me. Yeah. 
which... Seems a bit un- inappropriate. <laughs> it does seem inappropriate. Also, clobber. Right. <laughs> it's clobbering time. But clobber, clobber is something that is said by The Thing yeah. and Rodney Rathbone, and that should be it. No one else gets to say clobber. Well, I mean, we, we've established that there's a link between Katrina, or not Katrina, um, Connie and uh, and Rodney, so maybe she picked up on it. That's, that's going to be my continuity yeah. that I'm holding on to for today. Yeah, but the... Yeah, and this is this is something that when which we'll maybe cover at some point but when eugene returns mm-hmm. in the album eugene, eugene returns, returns um i believe that's the third time this episode that we said <laughs> the same thing at the same time um Cody is still really hung up on this like the wedding thing yeah to like an inappropriate degree and they call her on it then yeah but but yeah it's like like Connie's got a wedding planning service. She's really close with Eugene, yeah, and also pretty close with Katrina. Which and I get is. it. She also doesn't know all the context, but it is also just like unfortunate that she's Aww. so so hung up on it. And so the episode closes out with um, Connie and Whit back at Whit's end, right? Yep. And he gets an urgent email because yeah. he beeps when when yeah. he gets urgent emails. Yeah, Whit has an AI that detects whether a message is urgent. Because he's like, this is a system, Eugene and I like devised a system to figure out for like urgent messages. And initially I was like, oh, like Eugene just tagged it as urgent. And so it beeps, but that is not the implication. The implication is which computer can figure out whether or not a message is urgent and beep loud enough that like they're walking around with send and they hear it. Yeah. Which is like, and and also phone calls, maybe. (laughs) Like, you could do that as well. Like, emails, maybe yeah. not the best form of communication at yeah. this current Yeah, and it's like, what did the AI pick up on in this email that is urgent? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, okay. Because, I because the message is basically just like, I'm safe, beware, Andrew. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That wasn't information that Wit needed to know right now. Yeah. It would have been fine when he next checked his email. I mean... My thought is maybe he wrote a bunch of panic words up at top that he up at the top of the email that he knew that the it just says ap- the 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 subject line is applesauce in all caps <laughs> and so we know that it's an urgent message. Yeah, exactly. Or like he just like writes urgent in all caps over and over and over and over again. Like, like he, oh my word. There are ways that he could have gamed the system to do that, but it's also like wow, Wit can just do whatever he wants. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't actually go out on that, though. What you think out? it goes out on Beware Andromeda, but then we actually cut back to Joanne and Jack and Brandon Teller, and then um, and then that's when Mrs. Shanks yeah. is like... It's time I told some... Terrifying. Yeah. She scares me so, so much. Because... They're just having this conversation. She's off resting. Yeah. And then all of a sudden her voice is just there and it's in this register that's just like... Haunting. Things are crazy. Yeah. And... It's and time yeah. I sold somebody the truth about my husband's work. Isn't that Yeah. It? Isn't that the yep. Jeez. And then we go to Chris just like reading off the credits. Yeah. She doesn't do any sort of a recap or like... Ask questions or anything. Questions, which is a great call. Don't try to be weird peppy Chris right now. <laughs> stuff is getting real yeah yeah i can 
I can only imagine trying to hear this on the radio. Like, that must have been miserable. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, But wow. also so enthralling. Like, yeah. the listening to episodes week by week. Like, it's the same thing where, like, I... I want to listen to the next episode after talking to you. And, like, I right. totally can, but right. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, it's the thing of, like, that we lose with, like binge culture where it's like we get to like we used to get to digest series a week at a time yeah and now with binging you don't get to that much like i always binged odyssey that's the only Mm -hmm. way i've ever really experienced it uh i've done half and half like there was a while that i listened to the like the episodes on witsend.org like yeah i did do that actually that's true when new episodes were coming out it was like wait a week Mm mm-hmm I yeah I forgot about listening to it on on their on their site, but that's how I I'm, I've only yeah. ever listened to Odyssey on the radio like once or twice. Yes, same. I think um, like two times maybe I was yeah. like randomly like well because it was always it was... airing at times when I was busy like it was yeah. like six thirty yeah like... it's like six thirty on a Wednesday night or something I yeah. just remember like randomly I was at my grandparents one time they eat earlier so yeah. like it was on and I was like I was doing the oh dishes. I guess that I should just like yeah. just like listen to it and it's the uh, you know what episode it was? The it was a rerun, mm-hmm. um, but the uh, the episode where it's with the shepherds and there's a flood. Really, that yep. one? Yep. Huh. Oh, so that's like kind of around this time ish. I mean, the shepherds are characters. Yeah, I think that might be actually that could have been on one of these albums when we skipped the episode. It probably was yeah. on like Big Picture or something. Yeah. Huh. But that's funny. But yeah. No. Um. Yeah, I don't really remember specifically what the episode was, but I've also I'm also that way with with live TV too. Like episodes that I was really looking forward to coming out, I very rarely actually watch them live. There's only been a couple shows that yeah. I've done that with, yeah. um, just because that's not really how it's had to be. Right. Um, yeah. And like, I'm fortunate enough to have even not even like before Netflix binge watching was a thing, just like streaming after the fact was a thing like i right. followed survivor for a while and yeah. um and i would just you know watch the episode the next day or whatever right um, yeah because you could watch it through like a lot of network tv you could watch through yeah. the sites for free with ads like yeah. that was standard for years yeah for a really long time and i don't know why they got away from that honestly yeah like because everyone realized there was more money to be made if they actually like if they charge a subscription i'm looking at you cbs all access i hate that so much <laughs> cbs all access is so dumb yeah. Ugh. i uh well and it's also like it's so dumb because all it is is just like encouraging somebody to get a dvr yeah that's all it is yeah like <laughs> yep I am infinitely more likely to watch Survivor now that it, it can be automatically recorded with YouTube TV than I ever was to get freaking, <laughs> you know, CBS All Access yeah. to watch it on their crappy Flash player. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's everything I have for this episode for yeah. me. Yeah, me too. It was a... It was a... I mean, it was all plot. Yeah. But it slowed down a couple times for some good moments. Um enjoyable i would I say loved jack and joanne being there like that mm-hmm. was such a great way to involve them they've kind of been and actually have we heard jack at all in novacom yet because we heard joanne in the other mitch episode i don't think jack's yeah. been in it yet uh maybe earlier 
Maybe. Maybe, but not not to any significance. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, there's there's a lot of good universe continuity in this episode where, you, like, obviously we talked about Janice coming back, Brandon yep. coming back, um, yeah. developing the connection, like, where Odyssey is in location to Chicago was always big, like, yep. thinking about that, like, more so in this episode than I think in other ones, you start to get a very universal, like, imagination as far as how things are happening. Um, yeah. Yeah. I Oh, I guess we should maybe hit on it a little bit, but in case it wasn't, like, yeah, just because it's been a while since... Um, since we talked about it, the Eugene's research here is the brainwaves to radio radio wave study that we previously got that weird printout from Mm -hmm. Aram about. That was during, um, that was grand opening part two, right? That wasn't secrets. Uh, yeah, that was grand opening part two. Yeah. So. Which is significant. I mean, without going into it, you know, listeners at home, if you haven't already listened to it, uh. The idea of converting brainwaves to radio waves is kind of a big deal. Yeah. And we're now... So Eugene has fully stolen that research. Yeah. and From the college. Mm-hmm. From the community college that was doing this big study. University. But we might actually have a little bit of, of hint about that because it sounds like Armitage maybe pulled some strings to make it happen at, yeah. at Campbell County with Eugene. Eugene. So yeah. That's, that's the episode. Um, yeah. I don't have anything to promote. You don't got anything to promote? I don't have anything to promote at this point. We're boring so. people. I'm still yep. hungover from the holidays. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm... Yeah. So we'll be back in a week with Plan B Part 2. Collision course. <laughs> nice, Andrew. <laughs> nice. That'll be episode nice, 485. So we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lids Podcast Cooperative. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadFamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadFamChalkPod at gmail.com. Episode 13, Plan B Part 1, Missing in Action, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod.